Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is why you should go on that trip with your husband. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have created a free video on communication in marriage for you. This video is for you if you've ever felt like you can't get through to your husband, if you feel like your husband never listens to you, if you lose your cool during difficult conversations, and if maybe you're tired of fighting with your husband. In just 30 minutes, this video will help you lay the foundation for healthy communication in marriage and teach you how to handle difficult conversations so you can feel more connected and like you're on the same team as your husband. So visit the link in the show notes to access it. And also I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed and I hope you'll join us. So now let's dive in and talk about why you should go on that trip with your husband. So I just got back from Australia with my husband. He was scheduled to go there on business. And so I decided to take the opportunity to meet him at the end of his trip so we could do some exploring together. This was a very difficult decision for me on several levels. First, leaving the kids especially my daughter, because she had final exams the week I was gone. And we had tickets to the Taylor Swift concert during that time. (laughs) My gosh, we all know how hard those tickets were to get. Hated to miss that and not experience it with her. My second concern was really spending all of that money on a big trip like that. My third concern was flying on an airplane for 20 hours. I didn't even know if I could do it. (laughs) My fourth concern was that we would not have as much time in Australia as I would ultimately like. My brain tells me if you're going to go that far, you should stay two weeks and do all of the things. But I didn't have that kind of a time frame because I had to get home and fly my daughter to a summer dance intensive in Florida. So it was a short window. And then the fifth concern that I had was the fact that I was going to have to get back on an airplane just two days after getting home. I didn't know how I would feel with the jet lag, you know, if I would just be so tired and miserable. Just like, it just all seemed like too much, right? Like when you listen to all of that, and that's not even all of the details, but I think you can see like, it just seemed like a crazy idea. And it seemed like the most sensible thing would be to stay home and hold down the fort. But that's just the problem. I'm always doing what's sensible. And usually that's a good thing, right? Sensible is good. But sometimes we need to step out of our comfort zone and do the crazy thing. My husband gets to go on a lot of cool business trips, but I almost never join him, mostly because I'm taking care of the kids and the house. This time something was different though. I knew deep down that I needed to go on this trip for me and for my marriage. But yet, my logical brain kept trying to talk me out of it. So I thought about it, I prayed about it, 
I consulted with trusted friends and my coach and my counselor. And obviously, I ultimately decided to go. And who says you can't put sensibility into a bold, brave, crazy decision? I had plenty of time to prepare for this trip, and so I did. I made the kids a few meals ahead of time and organized everything I could before I left. I rationalized spending the money on the trip because we are both celebrating our 50th birthdays this year and our 20th wedding anniversary. I prepared myself for the 20-hour flight by doing as much research as I could about how to make it more comfortable. And as far as not having as much time in Australia as I would like, I decided that I'd rather have one week than zero weeks. And finally, as far as having to fly my daughter to Florida after only two days getting home from Australia, I just told myself, I'll sleep on the plane if I'm tired. Going on this trip was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I am so glad I went and did this for myself and my marriage. I feel like I'm a changed woman in so many ways as a result of it. And I would love to share a few meaningful highlights from my trip with you in hopes of inspiring you to do something like this for yourself too. So the day I arrived in Melbourne, my husband met me in the lobby of the hotel to bring me up to our room. And I thought that was so sweet of him. I felt seen and special, cared for and loved. And he had a break from his meetings for a little bit. So we dropped off my things and headed out to explore along the Yarra River. Then after my husband went back to his meeting, I rested for a little bit, and then I went back out exploring on my own. Then after his meetings, we strolled along the river and had a fun dinner that evening, and it was just really beautiful and awesome. And so the next day, I went on a walking tour by myself. It felt bold of me to do this by myself. And I'm so glad I did because it was really fun. And as it turns out, there were plenty of us on the tour alone and we had fun together. I even ended up going out to lunch with one of the girls after our tour. We both love these cute little cafes that we walked by. So we decided to go back and find them and have lunch together. And that was amazing in and of itself. It felt freeing and spontaneous. And it's kind of not like me to just like make a new friend, go out to lunch. And my lunch with that girl is a God story in itself. It is no accident that we met, but that's a story for another day. So you'll have to wait on that one. So after Paul's meetings that day, we went out and and explored the city together again in the evening. And we went out to a special dinner to celebrate our anniversary. That was something I had booked in advance before we left. So that was super yummy and fun and had a great view. And so then the next morning, while he was in his meetings, I ventured out to the Queen Victoria markets, which are like these huge markets with like everything you could ever want to buy. And then I toured St. Paul's Cathedral before heading back to the hotel. And as I was walking back to the hotel, I decided to stop and have lunch at a restaurant on the Yarra River. I kind of noticed this wonderful garlicky smell wafting through the air and I felt like this was a bold move too. Like I stopped to have lunch by myself and I ordered a yummy margarita pizza and a nice glass of Cabernet. And I just sat there looking out at the beautiful city and really enjoying myself. And then to my surprise, 
Paul texted me that he was available to come meet me in between meetings, which was great. But the hilarious thing is that I was not expecting him to show up on a lime green scooter with a lime green helmet in his business suit to join me. If you can just imagine this man in his business suit on a lime green scooter in a lime green helmet. It was hilarious. I wish I had a picture of this to show you, but I don't. So I'm sure you can imagine though. And so that evening then, we took a flight to Sydney and we, we arrived there. And after our flight got in, we got to the hotel, but we were so hungry and exhausted. We didn't feel like venturing out and finding dinner in the city. We just went down to the hotel restaurant for dinner. And unfortunately, they were too busy to give us a table, but they had room at the bar. And that turned out to be awesome because the staff was really fun. We had fun conversations. And after they found out that we were celebrating our 50th birthdays and our 20th wedding anniversary, the restaurant manager bought our dinner for us. Isn't that amazing? That was so awesome. We were like, wow, welcome to Sydney, right? It was just a wonderful way to start our time in Sydney. The hotel is actually kind of an exciting part of my story too here because I splurged a little bit in order to have a view of the opera house and it was worth every penny. It was like in the evenings when we were done exploring, we would come sit in the window of our room. It had a really cool window seat and we would just look out over the the city and the harbor and the opera house and it was just all bustling especially because they had this light festival going on so there were colors being projected on buildings and there were light displays everywhere and it was just really exciting and really beautiful and just a fun thing for us to you know to do to continue our entertainment after we got back from our excursions during the day so while we were in Sydney, I had booked a walking tour for us so we could learn about the city. I had booked a cruise on the Sydney Harbor. And in addition to that, we spent an entire day walking the beaches. There's this coastal walk that they call where you walk from one beach to another. It takes like two and a half hours and you're on the coast the whole entire time. And we saw dolphins and a ton of excuse me, tons of dolphins and even whales out there in the ocean because the whales were starting to migrate and they were close enough to the shore that you could see them from the coast. So that was really cool and amazing. And so that's kind of, you know, the main the main things we did. They're like all the big things that we could do. And I think my favorite was probably the tour of the Opera House. It just, that is a piece of architecture that's fascinating to me and I love learning about it. And so like those are like the things that we did on our trip. But from like an emotional perspective, during this trip, I just loved that I felt like the center of my husband's attention and that I could make him the center of my attention, that we were not working, we were not dealing with the kids or other family issues. It was just us and it was just fun. And I felt special and seen and cherished and loved. And it was so wonderful. And I... I realized that I had to step out of my comfort zone and my quote unquote sensibility to get there. Saying yes to this trip was really big for me. It was very uncomfortable <laughs> beforehand. I was very nervous about so many aspects of it. But look at everything I would have missed out on if I hadn't said yes. In addition to like all the cool things that we saw and did, there's that connection 
with my husband that I got to really enjoy in a different way than when we're home in our usual lives, right? And I just want to encourage you with this because we don't do this for ourselves enough as wives. And I know it's because you have so many responsibilities on your plate. But what are you missing out on by not trying to find a way to have special experiences with your husband? What are you missing out on by not putting your marriage first? Right? Like we know we should put our marriage first, but we just put it off because we're so busy. But the problem with that is that eventually it, it's going to add up and take a toll on our marriage. And we miss out on joy and excitement that could be ours. It's just there waiting for us to take it. So I just want to encourage you with this story to get out there and plan something special with your husband today. You will not regret it. And if you can't manage a trip to Sydney, Australia, what could you manage? It could be something right here in the continental United States. It could be something in your own city or in a city nearby. And there, there's even smaller ways that you could do it if you can't manage overnight, which I would definitely recommend if you could find a way to do an overnight. But if you can't, perhaps you could just take a day. I just want to encourage you, do something different than you would normally do with your husband. Step out of your comfort zone. Do something that you think might be a little crazy. You will not regret it. So I know that this is easier said than done. And if you would like time, excuse me, if you would like help working on improving your marriage and finding time to date your husband or go on a trip with your husband, reach out to me for a complimentary consultation. During the consultation, you will get to experience what it's like to have the full attention of an experienced life coach listening to you in a non-judgmental and compassionate setting. And we'll take a look at where you are in your marriage and where you want to be, and we'll help you come up with a plan to get there. Just this conversation alone is going to give you relief from the challenges that you are currently facing. All right, so remember to download my free marriage communication masterclass, and don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.